You're listening to the River Valley Leadership Podcast, episode 15. Today we're talking about how everyone wins when a leader gets better. Thanks for listening today. My name is Anna Cousins, and today on the podcast, we have Pastor Lindsay Willis. Hey, y'all. It's a rainy day here in Minneapolis, so I'm inside in the podcast rather than out on the golf course, but this is one of my favorite things to do, so I'm happy to be with you. Thanks for sacrificing today, Lindsay. My pleasure. <laughs> we also have Pastor Don Champion with us it's today. Great, great to be here. I always love this podcast, love the time we get to hang out and talk leadership, and I'm still trying to decide if I should go with Instagram oh, stories no. or Snapchat. <laughs> That's just the quandary wow. of the morning is Instagram stories Don, or Snapchat. So please tweet at me to let me know which way I <laughs> yeah. could go. It's like a little poll I'm taking right now. So we love it. Yeah. So. What we a did, shameless plug. <laughs> we did start out the morning talking about that, but we've also been talking about something else that we're excited about. Even more important. Um, the Global Leadership Summit yes. coming up really soon. We're so excited about it. Lindsay, can you just share with everyone a little bit more about this summit? I would love to do that. Hey, next Thursday and Friday, August 11th and 12th at our Apple Valley campus, we're going to be hosting the Global Leadership Summit, which is a two-day top-shelf leadership extravaganza, if I can put it that way. It's broadcast live from Willow Creek Church outside of Chicago. Bill Hybels is a senior pastor there, and he is one of the most amazing teachers on leadership. And he brings together an array of fabulous speakers. And it's like it's like the Fogo de Chao of leaderships, yeah. right? It's a yeah. great way to put it. It's awesome. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. I even just tweeted out this morning. I was like, I'm, yep. I'm getting pumped for this. I can't wait to hear from this person, this person, this person. My number one, I put my top three out there just so you guys know, but my number one was Alan Mulally from uh, Ford Motor Company. He was CEO from 2006 to 2014. I want to hear him because he brought mm-hmm. so much transformation to that car company, that mm-hmm. organization. Yes. To the, uh, even bringing like the European models of cars here, he he just saw like a, a shift needing to happen in the car mm-hmm. industry. Yes. And he brought smaller cars and the transit vans and all these things. And so they just kind of made remarkable progress when there was such an economic downturn in Detroit. I can't wait to kind of hear from him, hear some of his leadership insights. So I'm pumped about it. Yeah, I can't wait. I got to go last year for the first time and it was just so incredible. I was just on a high after it from just all of the leadership topics and everybody there. Um, So I can't wait. I think... uh, I really think as leaders, we often don't take enough time to really stop and slow down and be fed ourselves. We're, you know, we as leaders within the church, the marketplace, we're always giving and serving and pouring out. And I think it's so beneficial to just slow down and be poured into a little bit, be built up. um, And I, I just can't wait. Absolutely. It is. It's. It's my favorite two days of the year. It really is. Um, and I love their overarching theme for the summit. And I think this really encapsulates, encapsulates everything that the summit is about. Um, Bill Hybels quote is, everyone wins when a leader gets better. Yeah, that's such a great quote. It is. I mean, I had lunch with Bill probably 10 years ago, and I gave him this <laughs> quote. Oh, my God. Oh, way to go, Don. I'm Here just kidding, Take everybody. that glory. I am just Take kidding. Take credit. Yeah. Uh, that is an amazing quote, for it real. It is. Uh, I just love it. I love the... Uh, just it just is so sweeping to the essence of what leadership mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's a great topic for us to talk about today, to dive into and say, hey, uh, I think one of the things when we approach something like the Global Leadership Summit, and the summit is so much uh, great communicators and information mm-hmm. being shared with mm-hmm. us, uh, it can be tough to... 
dissect it all yeah. to apply it all. Yeah. Uh, I think we live in, we live in just information is so readily available, uh, right. to us, uh, leadership learning, even podcasts like this one or other podcasts and, and books and conferences and, uh, just so much that can, we can absorb. And I think as I go into events like this, I'm always just like, okay, is this going to really change me? How am mm-hmm. I going to do that? You know, what yep. do I need to be intentional about that. And so we all know that, uh, leaders in that statement just phrases that, you know, that we can, uh, we have people looking to us yes. as leaders, yep. mm-hmm. uh, and we have the chance to bring change to to the community around us. And by community, yep. we mean, you know, anything from our home to yes. a team to our organization to mm-hmm. our greater cities and towns and, and area we live in. So um, I think just unpacking today what this statement means just kind of gets it gets us thinking about how we're going to use it, how we're going to apply all this information. I agree. I think, I think, I mean, we just, we were talking earlier this morning on Amazon. Now there's over 57,000 books that have the word leadership in it. So it's not that knowledge isn't there. It's not that there aren't strategies and ideas and Mm -hmm. things that aren't there. And we're going to get a lot of them next week. I think the cool thing about next week is everybody we're hearing from are people that have done something. They've actually taken their leadership to the next level. They've actually, they've actually led their organizations from here to there. And so we can learn really practical things, but it can be overload. Mm-hmm. And so how do we really get better as a result of the summit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, th- I often think like we've probably all been to conferences and uh, been to meetings or things where you, you, you're getting poured into, you're learning the real change happens after that event right. and, and how we apply it. Right. So it's not just the high that we're going to get during the summit. It's what are we going to do the week after and the week after that and six months after that and a year after that. Right. Right. Yeah. I think it's really easy. I agree. I mean, I've been to conferences where it just feels like you're drinking from a fire hose. It's like, how do I even begin to apply all that I've learned here? Um, and I think as, as well as with that application piece, I think it's really important, especially as believers that we realize it's not just about self-improvement. It's not just about, okay, how do I make myself better? Even in that statement, everyone wins when a leader gets better. Okay. Well, what does that really mean? How do I get better? Um, Because I think it would be really easy to take that statement and just say, oh, okay, I can improve myself. Um, Which, yes, I think there are things you can do to be intentional about that. Going to this summit is one of those things. That is one way that you can get better as a leader is by attending things like this summit, by reading books. There's going to be so many books even just sold at this summit that are going to be phenomenal. But I think more than that, it's also, I mean, we have to talk about the fact that um, it talks about this in scripture and it's not just about self-improvement. It's allowing the Holy Spirit to do a work inside of you um, because you can't do it all on your own. I totally agree, Anna. I mean, I think we can take steps to improve ourselves, Mm -hmm. but that breakthrough change is a result of the Holy Spirit working in our lives Mm -hmm. and tapping into that transformational power of the Holy Spirit who lives within us. I often think about when it comes to closing the gap between what we know and what we do, Uh, we have to see that there's different realms within our life that we have to work at yep. to close that gap. Yep. Uh, and knowledge and skill are the easiest gaps to close Absolutely. in our in our life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but beyond that, we have to close and, and reconcile who's with us on the journey, our impact, what our identity looks like, 
where that comes from, which as Christ followers comes from God and comes from uh, the work of grace in our life. Yep. Uh, and then all the way down to our deepest sense of motivation in our heart. Absolutely. And those things are hard to change. Mm-hmm. And I think we're at a distinct advantage as Christ followers because as a as a Christian leader, we have the opportunity to tap into the work of the Holy Spirit and the work yeah. of God in our life to uh, change the things that are that are hard to change in the natural. Absolutely. Their behaviors, their personality traits, their things that maybe hold us back from our fullest potential as a leader and keep us from the fullness of what, but God can work in us. Mm-hmm. He can bring about that change and bring about that type of kind of growth in us. Absolutely. You know, the thing that so many times just stuns me about God working in us, then God working through us, is that He sees all of our flaws, knows all of our weaknesses, loves us where we are, Mm -hmm. but loves us enough to eliminate those things that are holding us back and then helps us truly transform through them. And that's, that's the power. That's, that's the work of the Holy Spirit in our heart. And, and a true leader leads from a pure heart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the center of it all. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even in Proverbs when it talks about above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Um, Or another translation says for it determines the course of your life. And I think that's so important to realize that whether you like it or not, your heart is going to determine the course of your life. And so as leaders, it's our responsibility and we should almost feel a weight with that of it is my responsibility to grow as a leader, to allow the Holy Spirit to do a work inside of me because whether we like it or not, we are influencing people all around us. And that that could be whether you are, you know, a CEO or you're a mom and you have an influence Absolutely. over your family or you have a smaller mm-hmm. team at work, no matter what influence you have, no matter what your team looks like, big or small, you're influencing people. Yep. And it's going to become a subconscious thing that whatever's in your heart is going to determine the course of your life. And I think that's why it's so important for us to grow as leaders and for us to really submit ourselves to the Lord and to his work within our yeah. hearts. I mean, things like when our heart is filled with cynicism or fear or insecurity or pride that tries to cover the insecurity or just all of those things that we don't like to talk about right but we know we have working in us if if we'll sit and be quiet those are the things that limit our leadership that's where the real breakthrough can come Mm -hmm. so much beyond just the skills and the knowledge so Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we can even, where we're leaning our heart or where our heart leans to, we have to evaluate that. And 1 John 2, 15 and 17 reminds us that we should lean in not to the way the world thinks about things, but we should lean into the way our Father thinks about things. And that's where eternity lies. That's where hope and and, uh, that potential lies. And, And so I think just... Uh, evaluating where we're leaning into and uh, where we're focusing our heart and our motivation comes from uh, in terms of, of the path forward is so important. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so how is it? I mean, I, we get it. I get it, Don. But how is it that I, as an individual, can get better at being a leader? Well, Do, Let's just talk through some practicalities yeah. there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think we all know, like, some of those givens that we need as Christ followers, we all need to spend time in God's word. We need to really? know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're the biggest advocate yeah. and the biggest <laughs> voice to that as uh, yep. uh, just our need to 
uh, discern, know yes. God. And how do we know God? We know him through reading his words, spending time, prayer and communication and letting the Holy Spirit speak to us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then that helps us lean into our God's capabilities, yes. not our own. Mm-hmm. That's it. And ultimately we're dealing at the baseline right here, before we go anything else beyond what we do, we're dealing with what God can do through Mm -hmm. us and he's dealing with our heart and our motivation. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think there's, I think you can swing too far on either side of it. You know I mean? I think you could just sit in God's presence and then not ever really obey and step out and do anything that he's calling you to do and just say, well, God's going to do it all in my heart. And then I think you can also go to the other side of it and say, well, I can do it all on that self-improvement side. So I think there needs to be a balance to this of, okay, how can I really, that should be priority. That should be number one is sitting in God's presence, reading the word, praying, asking God, okay, search my heart. What do you see in me that needs to be changed and adjusted? But then I think there is a part two to that. I think there's an action piece of, okay, I need to step out and be obedient to what God's calling me to do. Um, and not just say, well, he'll just fix it for me because I think we have a part to play in that as well. So I think it's about a balance. I agree. Totally. Totally. You know, so many times we can say, yes, I've got my private devos down. I know that's not a given for everybody. So Mm -hmm. if you're listening and that's not Mm -hmm. a priority for you, we'd love to have you make that a priority. Yeah. For those of you that do, we want to just share an acronym that that Don has used and taught and can help us take this to the next level. Don, would you unpack that? Yeah, and one of those pieces that I've just used to get real practical, when you go into something like a conference or somewhere where you're learning something and and you're thinking, man, this is great stuff, and you're just trying to kind of help the rubber meet the road, so to speak, and taking it beyond that moment and making and getting some momentum with it. Uh, I usually, as I'm taking notes, I just... Uh, mark things and I write notes uh, to myself as I'm hearing content even that's being shared. And I use the acronym Mm -hmm. ACTS, A-C-T-S, also known as a book of the Bible, but uh, (laughs) we're going to use it here a little bit differently. But sometimes there's actions I need to take that I mark in my note taking, uh, things I need to do. There's concepts I'm going to mark. I'm going to mark a concept that I need, I can work on. Uh, I've learned it or I need to work at it. There are other things I'm going to need to take time to think about, uh, think about how I can implement them, think about how uh, they can best be used in my world. And then strategy. There's sometimes things are going to be shared that are strategy that I can implement or I can borrow or use. And I can't tell you how many times that I've been in uh, arena, a world where I'm learning, I am being poured into in some way, leadership's being shared, and God sparks another idea yes. off of that. Yes. And he sparks or illuminates something that I mm-hmm. wasn't even aware of. And uh, so just being intentional with, as you're receiving the kind of big download of information, to be intentional in the moment even of how can I apply this? How can I use this? What ways will I do that? So I try to think not just in the sparkle of the moment, so to speak, in the the limelight of the moment. I try to think of, okay, how do I put this to work? How do I make this happen? I love that. I mean, in, in fact, next week in the summit, when people come to the summit, they can jot down those actions. Taking notes is brilliant. I, I just advocate for that. And, and out of that, concepts will start to form. But then that time to think after the summit, mm-hmm. you know, to reflect on what we did. It's so easy in our society, our culture, 
to just run all the time and not pull away from everything that's going on and just sit and be quiet. It would be wise to even just put something on your calendar now after the summit. Say Saturday morning, you block an hour or something just to review your notes and pick those just one, two, or three things Mm -hmm. that God really lit in your heart and said, I want to change. I want to get better in that area. Now, Lord, show me how to do that. And then have the Holy Spirit help you lay out a strategy for that. That's great. Man, I'm going to take that to heart. I'm going to block my calendar right now. So as we wrap up this podcast, I just want to reiterate, it's not too late to get there. Registration is still open. We still have some room in the auditorium. We're going to have over 600 people in that auditorium. So we got room to put a few more in. You can go to gls.rivervalley.org and just scroll down to the bottom and and you can click a link to register. We'll send you a code to get a reduced rate. Mm -hmm. You're going to get a significantly lower rate. It's $119. I think the public rate is $229. But as a River Valley member, you can Mm -hmm. get a reduced rate. You just got to go there and get it. Please, Please do it. It's a great investment. It's in such a great investment in in your yourself, mm-hmm. and uh, it's worth every dollar. Yeah, it's going to be incredible. We'd love to see you there. Uh, that's all the time we have for today. A great resource we'd love to recommend to you as well is the GLS Next app. Uh, it has video clips from the summit this year and additional thoughts from speakers. There are weekly updates that continue for months beyond the summit, so you can continue to learn and grow from these speakers all year long. Um, also, as I mentioned earlier, there'll be lots of great books for sale at the summit as well. So just a lot of great resources for you to continue to get better as a leader and to grow. Thanks again for listening today to the River Valley Leadership Podcast. For more resources, updates, and ideas, check us out online at leaders.rivervalley.org.